Bonjour, my wonderful friend, Krista Popovich. So nice to see you from almost coast to coast today. Nice to see you. Yes, bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. I, well, I think we might have less snow than you. That's the only difference. Yeah, and we've had a couple of big ones the last few days. And it's, you know what, you realize how snow is wonderful and magical when you don't have to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? actually. It's yeah. just like when you were kids and you can leave it there for two days and you're like, I'll go take care of it in a couple of days. If the car doesn't have to move and you don't need to be on the road, snow is great. <laughs> I like it. We had two, you know, two days in Vancouver, which is exciting. And <laughs> now it's all gone. <laughs> all gone. And, and you recently celebrated your birthday. So happy belated birthday. Oh, yes, it was, it was nice. nice Another, year. Another year. Another <laughs> year. Another year. Woo, woo. No one could tell. I mean, look at that face. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, you know, it's fitness is the elixir of life. I tell you. Oh, there you go. There you go. And the bomb that keeps us going. That's true. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for coming together. Thank you so much for taking the time to um, come to bed. <laughs> I feel like we're all very pink today. We're all in bed um, and be able to share some of your insights. I've had the pleasure of connecting with Krista for a couple of decades now uh, at, a, at various events, a lot of them thanks to uh, the events that we've done together at CanFit Pro um, and all of the partners that you've worked with. And, and you are a hot ticket because a lot of really phenomenal companies have always wanted to work with you, um, as well as some opportunities of leadership that you've done in your community um, and the growth that you've helped sustain for the industry and professionals. So I want to start by saying thank you for everything you've done so far and for spending some time with me today, kind of focused on relaunch, um, focused on what this means now that we're understanding what's ahead a little bit more, how do we prepare ourselves for that as professionals? And so thank you for coming today. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm actually really excited. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about, because we want to know, some mm -hmm. of the challenges and the victories you've had adapting to this new way of serving the clients that need you so much. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's been really interesting. It's, it, it, it has definitely been a reboot. And I think one of the great things about fitness is that we are always reinventing ourselves somehow or some way or using our different skills to uh, reach, you know, a different audience. So from that perspective, there's been lots of, I, I would like to say there has been lots of victories, uh, mm -hmm. certainly in the ability to connect with people differently. I think you and I were talking about the idea that you know, when I teach classes, I, the people that are coming to my classes, they're really motivated. <laughs> you know, they're there, they're in the gym, they're, you know, they're working out with me, but the people at home are not quite so motivated. So now with the whole virtual side of things, I've been able to connect with, I, I think, a larger audience and create that environment. So from that perspective, it certainly has, uh, in the fitness industry, I would say it has been a victory. Um, some of the challenges, though, I think the connection piece I have found is that the, the one-on-one -on -one or the group or the live connection for me is really um, what I love to do. So yeah. having to, to, to look at how I can do that differently has certainly been one of those challenges. And, and like many people, you know, jobs have gone away, less presenting, you know, less studios are closing. So there's been challenges on that side as well. So mm -hmm. definitely an yeah, interesting, uh, interesting time. <laughs> It's been interesting to see. And I mean, one of the things that impressed me most is um, a session that you did present at an event at, and I saw you doing, and it was a body weight <laughs> session. And I saw you and I'm like, 
she could not have one less square inch to move in right now. But I'm like, I don't know what room she is in, but she's like, I will use every centimeter of floor and make it work. Um, so yeah, overcoming that. And you couldn't tell it on your face and you couldn't tell it on the energy and you were just in the space and doing what you do best. And so that adaptability, yeah. I mean, if you think back about the stuff that we've had to figure out in the past, you know, so the music doesn't work. So the mic doesn't work. So there's flooding. So there's no electricity. And we're just, it's always like, let's just go, let's just go. This one can be seen as one of those examples, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, I know the term is overused, but I really like the term pivot actually. And uh, I, I think I've shared this story before, but I took, you know, I've taught basketball or coach basketball and I, I used to play basketball. And I think of the pivot as a really great move. We've got one foot grounded and then we're changing direction. And that's what we've had to do as an, in an industry. We've, we've kept one foot grounded, but we've really had to change how we do things or how we look at things or how we respond. So it's given us that leg up into being, taking our skill sets to a whole different level as well. So it's, it's exciting in, in some ways to, to be having to learn different things and, and um, you know, figure out things like the virtual world. You know, I'm sure mm -hmm. with you, you know, we've become in the beginning, it was OK if the cat was running through the, the back of the scene or the dog was barking. And, and now we're kind of trying to take it up to, uh, you know, a different level. So, you know, learning tips on how to present virtually, uh, you know, getting the equipment, spending some money to invest in things that make the presentation better for yourself. So all of those things have led to, I think, where the point we are now. Nice. I love that. I love that analogy of pivot. <laughs> to go back to that, which is so visual, but like, yeah, you plant one foot and then you look up and you see what can be done. You see what can be done. That's really cool. So a lot of people are preparing to relaunch right now in some places. Again, they're a little closing, little opening, little whatever, but relaunching in a way that might've been different. What are some of those skills you feel that you're noticing in yourself, in your colleagues, in your team, um, that you're like, wow, that has, the, like, the, like you said, the game's been upped. We are actually, no matter how we'll serve people, we're serving them so much better than before because we've come into tune with some of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the skill set that, uh, you know, it, it, it's different learning how to teach or train virtually versus doing it live. Those are skill sets that we've had to, to learn differently. And I think some of the things, um, you know, I was thinking about this is that what are the tools that will help you as well? Like mm -hmm. spending the time learning, you know, learning, um, you know, I think you have 10 tips that you share about presenting virtually those types of things. So reinvest investing into ourselves, into our learning in a different, in a different way. Uh, even if we're personal training, we need to reconsult with some of our favorite clients because are they comfortable doing one-on-one -on -one now, or are we doing one-on-one -on -one mm. virtually with them? Are they, you know, mm. are their goals differently different now than they were before? Are we, you know, having to do a little bit of live, a little bit of virtual? Are we training outdoors instead of in indoors? Are we in person but we're distanced? You know, all those mm. different types of things. So it's it's required us to to re to really consult on how we're doing, um, you know, working with all our different clientele. So hmm. those things I think have been um, part of that process. And I think, I mean, I would imagine that you notice that for some of them, that's just, it's exciting, it's new, it's different, it's okay. Um, for others, it creates a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. How are you as a leader? So if we think about the team that you work, the teams that you work with, as a leader, how are you preparing them or coaching them to 
um, feel good about serving people in an uncertain time. So it's relaunch, but who knows what's going to happen after. What are some of those things you're communicating to them that you feel helps them feel confident? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I, the confidence part, and I, I can be really honest, when, when things started to shut down and everyone was pivoting so quickly to virtual, it was like, that, oh, that was hard for me. Like I, I sat there, I was really impressed by everybody that was doing so much. And so uh, at the end of the day, just really stepping in, just, you know, uh, leaning in, doing it and just trying it. And the first couple of times may not be great, but it's going to get better. So you, you, you take those opportunities to learn from those experiences. Um, this, you know, uh, uh, the team is just to feel confident in knowing what their skill sets are. And, and actually that's a uh, one of the women I was working with not too long ago, she was really nervous. So we've been filming some indoor cycling classes and she's like, oh, I'm really nervous. And, and I, it was just a reminder that it's okay to be nervous, but also to realize mm-hmm. that you have a certain skill set that you can share with a lot of people that don't have that, you know, so y- you need to be really confident in what you do know, and then just go out there and let that shine, let your charisma come forward, just let those things that you're, you know, that you feel confident shine through. And the other parts, we can fix those, we can train those, we can, you know, work on them. We can work on them and redevelop the confidence. Yeah, it's a lot of that support piece of it. eh? I find, I like to tell people, I'm like, I feel like it takes the the secret number for me is four to 10. Some people it takes four of them and they're like, I'm good. Others are like a little bit more, a little by 10. And then at some point you will get that yeah, I'm, I'm good at, I can do this again. <laughs> I feel like myself again. My jokes are coming back. Right. My, you know, my, my, I'm letting myself be authentic again. And so I appreciate that you're doing um, that patient mentorship work with the team, with those fitness professionals that so need it and deserve it because the clients deserve them to be able to be served again. Right. So thank yeah, you for just, doing that. I appreciate that. You. And just pretending, like I pretend I'm teaching to a whole room of people. <laughs> like I'm trying to imagine what that energy will 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 feel like, and try to share yeah. that and come across. So interesting. And um, you talked a little bit at the beginning, and I'd like to delve a, deep, a bit deeper into that. That opportunity to reach people we haven't reached before. And I mean, for somebody who's been doing this for as long as you have, you've had a really successful per- career with that. 15, 20% of the population that happens to come to our fitness facilities. And now we're, um, we're given the opportunity to reach more people than before by switching over the format, by making it more accessible. How has that felt? Is there, are there stories of some people that you're like, these people wouldn't have come before? What's it changed to the way you communicate, you choose what you do, maybe even you select the staff that you work with? How's that impacting you? Mm-hmm. You, you know, I, I was looking at an old Jack LaLanne picture the other day and, and I yeah. was having a conversation with someone and, and it was when when he started, he was actually on TV. So people were working at home, you know, in front of a, a television. And it's really kind of come full circle when we see that, you know, my mom used to have records and she used to play fitness records and, you know, her friends would come over and they would exercise at home in the living room. So the idea of working out at home is, is not such a, is not a new idea, mm-hmm. uh, but we've, we've definitely been able to, like you said, reach a different audience and, and thinking about that person, if we can make them feel successful at home, when the clubs and studios open again, they're more likely to want to venture out and say, 
say, oh, I, you know, I, I, I took, you know, Natalie's class virtually and, and she's teaching me at this facility now and, you know, maybe I'll go and try a gym and, you know, and, and open that up. So I think it really has allowed people to feel that safety of their home. And then hopefully either they'll stick with that, which is fine, or maybe they will venture out and do, and do, you know, other things. Mm. And the idea of looking at, well, if I'm teaching, uh, you know, maybe in the studio, I taught for an hour, but at home, I'm just going to do half an hour. So I'm going to, I'm going to change how I approach the types of, um, you know, the ways I connect with people based on the medium that, that we're using. So it's kind of getting into that mindset of how do I make that person feel really successful at home? An hour virtually, not, they might not feel successful. They might feel too, too overwhelmed by that, but yeah. by easing into it, it might be um, a much easier, easier go at. And I love that you're underlining that piece of it is that it's not, it's not virtual versus in person. Um, it's in studio versus at home. Um, and people, a lot of people are much more comfortable in their homes and maybe that 80% of the population um, are some of those people that are just were perhaps intimidated by what we presented to them, whether it's the reality of what happens in those fitness facilities or the marketing or the branding that we showed to them, which is the representation of, therefore, yeah. what they think happens in there. Um, mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, that might have been intimidating. It might have created fear versus doing it in the safety of your home, the intimacy, mm -hmm. the privacy of your home might have actually opened up these opportunities for us. And so I love that you keep highlighting the, the fact that that's, that's what it is. It's from our home to theirs, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And, and also, you know, the idea being that um, exercise for us in the industry is easy because we do it all the time. We live it, we breathe it. it we, we have to step into that person who is the new person's shoes and remember what would that feel like if you're out of shape and you, you know, you're not comfortable with your body and you're not sure what to do. So how do we, how do we make it more accessible by making it more realistic and saying things like, Hey, just do five, 10 minutes today. That's all I want. And if they do five or 10, it's just like sending someone out for a walk, just go out for five minutes. Well, if they get out the door and do five minutes, guess what? They'll probably do a little bit more. So if we say, get out there and walk for an hour, they're going to be like, oh, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. So really stepping into the shoes of that, that person that's getting back into it or get or is new or has challenges. How do we really service them in a way that makes them feel successful? And if they feel successful, then they're going to venture out and try more things um, more likely than not. So that's really what I try to keep in the back of my mind. Thank you. I, I, I love that idea of programming for success rather than programming for results mm -hmm. um, because the results will come if the success is there, right? So thank you for sharing that. Looking forward to what um, is in store for us, which some of it we know, some a lot of it we don't. Uh, again, so both you and I being in Canada, I'm in Montreal, you're in Vancouver, um, and there's, you know, openings and there's a lot of this going on right now um, in Canada, as well as a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, areas around the world. What are some of the things that you're um, grateful for, maybe that surprise you that you're more grateful for than you were before? What inspires you to stay connected um, and stay motivated to do what you do best? Mm -hmm. uh, well, I feel I feel fortunate in many ways because I, you know, I have a home to share with my family and I have a mm -hmm. roof over my head. So you start to certainly appreciate the little things um, that bring bring you value. It's been a year of learning. I think lots of people have had time for reflection on, uh, you know, even even with its with exercise when the studios were open for a little bit and we got to teach a little bit and, and then close and open. It's it's a changing 
change of the conversation instead of I have to work out. It's like, mm. I get to work out, mm. you know, I have to do this. I get to do this. Mm. So I, I like the, the conversation changing to be really very appreciative of what you do have versus what you don't have. Cause we have way more than what we don't have, you know, mm. we're being asked to maybe stay at home. That's not so tough. You know, other people in other parts of the world are, have it far, far worse than, than I, I get to stay at home. <laughs> it's not right. such a, so, so um, appreciating that, you know, a level of patience, a little level of uh, it's going to be okay, and, and hopefulness and all those types of things um, have, have been part of the mindset that I have truly tried to engage in. And even when all of this has come about, it's like, how do we come out of this stronger? You know, what are the things that I can learn or share? Or how do we come out of this in a way that's better than perhaps it was before? Maybe it's different but maybe, maybe it's better. So looking at the, the, the bright side of how do we move forward? Mm. Well, I appreciate you sharing your learning with us um, so that we can keep having that bright light of opportunities moving forward um, and things to remind ourselves of as we keep seeing how we can learn and grow so we can keep serving others. So thank you yeah. so much, Krista. I really appreciate you taking the time to connect with me today. And I hope that you have a fantastic winter, whatever winter has in store um, for the West Coast of Canada this year. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. And to all of the fitness leaders, you know, just keep keep with your entrepreneurial spirit, keep trying things, you know, keep enjoying what you're doing and learning from that. And, you know, as we go back and forth from educator to student and, and we switch back and forth, it's a great opportunity to really try both of those. So thank you, Natalie, for having me. It's really been great. And uh, I, I wish everyone much success as we move forward. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Krista. We'll talk soon. Ciao.